Welcome to Weekly Wisdom, a podcast about exploring wisdom from philosophy, comedy, religion, science, pop culture, and everyday life. I'm Josh Reeves. Ralph Waldo Emerson was one of the greatest minds of the 19th century, and arguably America's first great philosopher who didn't run for political office. A great writer, lecturer, and connector of individuals, Emerson, if not as a direct mentor, had a great amount of influence on people from Henry David Thoreau to Emily Dickinson to Walt Whitman. Emerson is famous for his promotion of the sacred in nature and that we all share a mind with an oversoul, as well as for making a philosophy out of the founder's definitions of independence, demanding that an individual think for his or herself and be a nonconformist. It would not have been uncommon back then in American households that by one's bedside, along with the Bible, would be a copy of Emerson's essays. Emerson was initially a Unitarian minister. That was what he was raised to be, and he liked it well enough. But the call to independence was weighing on him. The idea of providing the sacrament in particular was just too much. He didn't want to see himself as an intermediary for God and for people to discover the divine within themselves. He realized he couldn't do it anymore and decided to give his congregation a vote. It was he or the Holy Eucharist. Well, the congregation chose the Eucharist, and the world, we might say, got Ralph Waldo Emerson. For Emerson, I would assume, the only great institutions are those that grow you so that you grow out of them. School would be acceptable, but religious institutions in particular, those could be traps. I would argue that some institutions, marriage for example, are powerful because of how they grow you into them, as most of us certainly begin in them not knowing much of anything. One of Emerson's most famous and controversial lectures was known as the Harvard Divinity Address, where he challenged such doctrines as Christ being the Messiah versus more of a master teacher. He says, Historical Christianity has fallen into the error that corrupts all attempts to communicate religion. It has dwelt with noxious exaggeration about the person of Jesus. The soul knows no persons. It invites every man to expand to the full circle of the universe and will have no preferences but those of spontaneous love. It's not that Emerson didn't respect Jesus, but that he intended to inspire his listeners to discover God through themselves and in their present life, not through a medium or in words past. It reminds me of what Alan Watts would share a hundred years later, that perhaps the greatest error of Christianity was the need to make Jesus the boss's son. That Jesus' message, like so many of the great spiritual teachers who taught freedom and brotherhood, was not, look at me, I'm special, but that you are special and can do what I am doing. Watt's powerful argument is that the need to make Jesus special is driven at some level by our own denial of this central teaching, to do as these great teachers did. Not that there isn't some wisdom in not trying to be like Jesus, or Gandhi, or King, as unfortunately we know what happened to them in the end. As the comedian Bill Hicks pointed out, every now and then someone comes to tell us the great truths of life, of our unity, and that we can live in peace and harmony. And what do we do to those people? We kill them. Hicks was probably inspired by Emerson's famous words that to be great is to be misunderstood. Pythagoras, Socrates, Jesus, and I'm sure if it had been written a hundred years later, Emerson would have added Gandhi and King to his list. Emerson's big-hearted idealism matched with his unshakable attachment to independence led to so many great inspirational sayings. Next to Mark Twain, he's probably the most quoted and also misquoted of writers. Here's one. Every man has his own vocation. The talent is the call. There is one direction in which all space is open to him. He has faculties silently inviting him thither to endless exertion. He is like a ship in a river. 
he runs against obstructions on every side but one. On that side, all obstruction is taken away, and he sweeps serenely over God's depths into an infinite sea. This talent and this call depend on his organization, or the mode in which a general soul incarnates in him. He inclines to do something which is easy to him, and good when it is done, but which no other man can do. He has no rival. For the more truly he consults his own powers, the more difference will his work exhibit from the work of any other. When he is true and faithful, his ambition is exactly proportional to his powers. By doing his work, he makes the need felt which only he can supply. For Emerson, we are organs of a greater spirit, an oversoul, and our consciousness and uniqueness matter if we would only commit fully to them. This one is a bit more simple, but just as profound. Finish each day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. You shall begin it serenely and with too high a spirit to be encumbered with your old nonsense. I know it's not all that romantic, but I sure wouldn't mind having that etched above my bed someplace. It's a reminder that for so many of us, if we could take all the energy we put into worry, regret, and anxiety, and instead put it into the constructiveness of thinking freely, creatively, and with trust in ourselves, we could accomplish great things. Why not worry a little less and trust a bit more? Why not fret a little less and have courage a little more? Not only would this help us enjoy life more, but it would also bring forth that uniqueness of spirit in each of us to express more. For this, perhaps, is the great contradiction of Emerson. We have the freedom of choice and yet the destiny that ties us to the will of the soul. We can choose against our destiny all we like, and we certainly may not fulfill it. But that doesn't mean it isn't still there, more strong or real than anything. My soul must be in need of an organ here, Emerson once said. Shall I not assume the post?'